our headquarters in Oslo, Norway. Welcome to the Mnemonic Security Podcast. Today I have the great honor, and I'm very excited to speak with Joachim von Brandis, who is the founding father of the renowned Argus platform and is also the head of development at Mnemonic. So sit back and enjoy. So Mr. Brandis, you are one of the founding fathers of the Argus platform, if not the founding father, as there is nobody else that has worked as much with the platform as you have. You have a master's degree in communications technology from the prestigious NTNU in Norway. And ever since 2004, you've been here with us in Mnemonic. That's right. I thought we'd start off today. Tell us a little about yourself. How'd you get into uh, your role now and how'd you get into security in general? Well, um, I started out as a uh, security analyst for Mnemonic when we started with uh, with a security monitoring service back in 2004. Um, we, the service was already started when I joined, but uh, I came in as an analyst and quickly started uh, working with, with the Argus platform as part of my work. Um, and then I've been uh, through like different roles. I've been working with the network security, uh, network uh, security uh, infrastructure, firewalls and proxies and stuff like that, uh, always within the managed services department. Um, and then I worked more with the infrastructure in Mnemonic. And all the while I've been working with Argus as kind of a side project, more mm. or less. So what was, uh, what was Mnemonic doing back then? What was, uh, why did the concept of Argus, how'd that start? Well, Mnemonic actually started with uh, managed security services as in uh, network monitoring back in 2002. So actually even before I joined um, and uh, has been uh, trying out different platforms and tools to help support that, uh, that service. And uh, already before I joined, they kind of figured out that, you know what, the, the uh, platforms that are out there are just not good enough for an MSSP. Mm. We had to create something on, of our own and started doing that uh, back in 2003. Uh, and when I joined, uh, there was actually something already called Argus. So, uh, so uh, I didn't, uh, I, I didn't uh, come up with the with the term or the name. Uh, but uh, it has been um, it has been um, like growing from that that point. Uh, started working with with the beginnings of Argus and and uh, develop it from there. Well, yeah. Fast forward to today, you have around. Let's see, 500 companies using the Argus platform for the sharing of threat intelligence. Uh, 115 of those are using the Argus platform for security monitoring of their environment. Uh, and I think you said something about 15 million, 15 billion events are being you know touched by the Argus platform. Is does that sound about right? Yeah, I mean the platform is uh, ingesting data from all of our. Uh, 120 customers that we do security monitoring for, mm-hmm. uh, and uh, and uh, in total we have uh, in peak hours around like 250,000 events per second, so that quickly becomes quite a lot of data. So yeah. Uh, yeah, a lot of data. Yeah. So today the platform, I mean, if you look at it from a security perspective, perspective, it could be uh, touches in things like CM, uh, network analysis. Uh, there's a bunch of terms, but back in 2002, 2004. What was the market working with? Were there, was there a concept of IDS back then? Yes, I mean, <clears throat> yeah, the network intrusion detection uh, platforms existed way back before then. We were we were using at the time a commercial vendor and also uh, the open source like Snort, uh, and that was one of the reasons that we needed our own platform is that we were taking in data from multiple different sources that so we couldn't use like a commercial vendor. 
that was bound to one source because we wanted to use different sources. So that was kind of the concept already back then. Mm. And one of the reasons that we needed a, a platform of our own. Um, so um, it started out with network IDS. And looking back, I mean, the, the amount of data coming back in back then was quite minuscule compared to today, but it was still kind of a lot of data. And one of the things we needed the platform for was a, a secure way of collecting and storing and retrieving and reporting the data with a clear like a, a, a platform to ensure correct permissions and and, uh, and uh, isolation between customers and all of these things that are a, a bit different for an MSSP than for an enterprise customer. Uh, so uh, so the, the platform started out to, to support these things and then from there on we added on um, new features and new requirements as we grew. So it was kind of always built by analysts and for analysts. We built it for ourselves. Purpose-built tool, yeah. Yeah, we, we built it for ourselves because we, we figured out that there were no other tools that could do what we needed. Um, it's not just like pr presenting data. That's one thing. There, there, there were a lot of tools that could do that. But as a, as a service provider, we also needed to ensure that we got the right data, that we got all the data, that we had monitoring on, on data that suddenly stopped receiving, uh, that we had um, a, a pipeline that was resilient, uh, that would fail over, that we could have multiple data centers and so on. So we had like a lot of um, uh, very basic requirements and, and, uh, and concepts that we've always used and, and, uh, and uh, employed in the development of Argus, which has made it into a really robust platform and uh, a versatile platform, which today is, well, it's it's really huge. I'm, I'm I keep saying platform and not a, an application because mm. it's it's really not it's not one thing. Yeah. So um, we're gonna get into uh, we get, I guess we could just take that now the concept of microservices and how because I'm sure in 2004 you you built it as one big platform. Yeah. I mean, starting out it was one project and then uh, or well it was already at the start several projects but the the platform itself was one project and then quickly became. Uh, uh, like this, the distributed part of Argus and then the central or, or core part, the service part of Argus and with a web front end. And then uh, as it has grown and we became a few more people, it it quickly became difficult to work with because it it became really big. Mm. Um, so we've been spending a lot of time on, on, on splitting it into into what it really is, is a, is a lot of different services and a lot of different components um, to make it more easy to develop and and, uh, and to uh, add new components. So making it uh, into a kind of a Lego building block system has yeah. been really important. Right. So some of the other uh, vendors out there that are working with security monitoring, they have created these sort of app stores. Mm. Uh, is that, you say like Lego bricks, is that is that comparable where you can, you know, have different services that you can just add on <clears> to the platform? Well, uh, yes and no. I, uh, we don't have any kind of a short-term vision of a, of a um, uh, consumer-based app store or anything like that. But, but uh, definitely, what we've always had as a vision is is to be open and uh, pluggable. That we can uh, that we can easily uh, add new data sources into the system. So easily, just add some adapters and and uh, um, and the converters to convert new kinds of data into the system. 
Uh, we already have like uh, 20 different agents that are uh, tailored to different data sources, either APIs or file types. Or we have, depending on the different data sources that we are using. Uh, and for each data source, we have to think of something different. Like, okay, in this API, we have to do something special to keep state and make sure that we get all the data. In this API, we have to uh, do some special conversion because of the way that API is created. And uh, so, so we've always been like, um, starting out with how can we make the all of these external system fit into the common concepts of Argus. So, so in many ways, it has always been like an extendable system uh, that we want to adapt to a lot of different data sources and to a lot of different different outputs, mm. um, and not like one one ring to rule them all. Yeah, all right. <laughs> <laughs> so, a lot of the listeners uh, that are listening to this right now, they are familiar with the Argus Managed Defense Service, which is, uh, as they know, is a 24-7 um, security monitoring service where we have people in the monitor, you know, looking, using the Argus platform to monitor their customers' environments. Um, in terms of security, uh, you said 15 billion, something like that, events a day. How, how do we pick out security events in, with so much data? How does that work? Well, um, we are using several different approaches, but um, first of all, it depends on the different sources because the different some of the sources are sources that deliver security data by itself, such as an IDS sensor or a, or a email scanner or whatnot. You you have you have some products that if they give an alert, it's a security alert. So so by the basics of it, we, those 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 we will pick out by just by themselves. Mm. But the most important thing um, is is how we can pick out kind of the 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 golden uh, golden nuggets, the, <laughs> yeah, the needle in the haystack. So, so we have a, uh, in all of this data that absolute most of it is not necessarily relevant. But I say necessarily because you don't always know. I mean, if we, if we take in data that we don't ever need, that would just be a waste of CPU power. Mm. So that we don't want to do. But even the most um, innocuous firewall entry, which is just like a, a uh, doesn't give you anything by itself can still be valuable if we can look at and, and compare it and co correlate it with other data. So what we do with all of these data is to enrich and uh, make the data as um, as uh, connected to its to its context as possible and then do an analysis on the data. So and then we can analyze the data compared to um, external threat lists and and, uh, and external content saying something about what should we be looking for. But we can also do correlation on any kind of event that is streaming through the, 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 the analysis engine. Um, and since we have like one analysis engine per customer, then we can basically take the entire uh, data stream for one customer and look, look at it in one context, G giving us the opportunity to actually pick out correlation between data in real time, in, mm. in uh, as the data is flowing by, and there's, I mean, um, a lot of customers are fam familiar with CM systems, and CM systems is uh, basically giving you a lot of the same opportunities uh, by collecting all the data in one place and making it possible to search and correlate the data uh, across different data sources and so on. But the um, the concept between behind Argus is that we wanted to be able to do it in memory, to do it in real time. And by doing it uh, in memory and not like by searching on disk, we can also do much more advanced and much, much more extensive correlation than you generally could do with the same amount of resources 
uh, in a CM system. Yeah, and you mentioned the the concept of uh, stream processing. Mm -hmm. What's the, uh, what makes you know what's so special about Argus when it comes to stream processing? Well, uh, stream processing. If you say what's stream processing uh, compared to the other batch thing, which would whatever, typically right? be batch processing, which is um, you, I tend to kind of compare it between having a sandbox where you get kind of all the data are grains of sand that you just pour into a sandbox. And as you have your little sandbox and you start digging, then you can find a little sand here and a little sand there and you look around and see what you find and then put it together into a nice sand cake and then then, then, then you have something. Mm. Uh, but as, as the sandbox grows and you get more and more sand in there, then you'll have the problem that some of the sand you have to dig really deep to find and the sandbox is really big, so you have to look for bigger and bigger uh, volume of sand to find the data that you are supposed to correlate, uh, meaning that you will you will need a really huge amount of resources to do advanced correlation on a lot of use cases, um, and and the, also the sandbox becomes a huge target by itself. Mm. Everything is sitting there, right? Everything now. is sitting there, and and since you have this great sandbox with everything in one place, everybody wants to use it for for the same thing, which makes it really expensive. And uh, as an MSSP, that also makes it difficult for us in a lot of use cases to, to do that, uh, both in uh, like the cost of doing it and because, well, basically not all our customers would like us to have all their data sitting in a, in a central store in, in our location. So basically to take that sandbox uh, example a little further, so basically what Argus is doing is looking through all the sand uh, in real time and picking out the pieces of sand that are going to be relevant to make your sand cake. Yeah, I mean, uh, the, away the, rest. The, the, the stream processing is more like that you pour the sand through your fingers and you pick out the, the grains exactly. that you actually need. Mm -hmm. uh, and then you, the rest you just let flow by and you forget it, um, at least in the context of analysis. Mm -hmm. uh, I, I mean, like collecting all the data and having a CM system is definitely important, regardless of Argus. Argus just gives us a much more... Um, cost-efficient way of analyzing a lot of different use cases on a real-time stream of data. Mm. Um, and since we have this stream of data lying around, this stream can also be used for multiple purposes because the data stream is is uh, volatile. It's it's like it's not something we want to keep forever, but 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 it's um, it's still easy to hook multiple consumers onto the same event stream. So uh, going back to your original question, why? what about these building blocks and, and, and how do we actually want to build this, then definitely it, it is something that we've always thought about is to have a, um, have an easy way of adding new sources into this event stream by just converting the data to the same format, normalizing it into a common format, and then being able to process every, everything into the same stream. Meaning that if we already have some content, some rules, some good good use cases implemented for the data that is already flowing, then by adding new data into the data stream, that data will already directly be uh, be um, subjected to the rules and content that we mm. already have in place. Mm. Because uh, every all the data goes through the same stream, and all the data is on the same format, and all the data is is will then be correlated using the same rules. So that gives us uh, gives us a, a real power of of uh, extending and and uh, flexibility uh, of the of the platform. So these rules, right? Uh, these rules are basically something we built since 2000 and since you started them. So a, a, lot, a lot of years. So you're basically competing with all the, the biggest security players in the world when it comes to detection. You're you know competing against the, the best and the brightest. And uh, 
there's probably a lot of companies out there that are like, okay, this little this little Norwegian company built this uh, amazing platform. How how have we built those rules? How have we built these detection mechanisms? <clears throat> well, the Argus platform is um, important to state that the Argus platform is a platform. It is not like a, a, a packaged deal. You don't get it like here's Argus and this is what it can do. It has always been a platform for adding content and adding functionality yeah. on top of and uh, fortunately i don't have to do all of that by myself where the, the entire uh, mss department is using argus to add the content that actually gives value so argus the the, the role of argus is to is to give the data a, a platform for for streaming through for for running detection uh, modules and and to and a safe platform for exchanging data and and, um, and enriching the data uh, as we go, and also the platform for, of course, of communicating with the customers and, and, and of exchanging data with the customer. And then the, the, the rules that we add on top of that, those are built by use case by use case by the security experts that, that actually are in contact with the customers and, and figure out what they need to do. So some of these rules are, well, special purpose for the customer because the customer has a special need. But uh, the moment we see that there's, this, is, this is actually a good use case, this is something that relates to all of our customers, then we make sure that all our data across all our customers are normalized in, a, in, a, in the same way. And then we can apply that rule to all the customers. And it will immediately have effect for all customers and all the content that we are streaming through the Argus engine. Mm, and that's how we keep up to date with all the newest threats and the things that are Definitely. coming out there. Mm. Interesting. So yeah, that's, that kind of goes along with the, the, uh, the purpose-built sort of uh, thought process behind Argus is that... Mm. Uh, it's purpose built for the analyst. Can you say a, a couple more words about like how, how does a security analyst that's working in Mnemonic, how, how do they how do they interact with Argus? Well, uh, we have a, a UI which is the uh, we've always built the UI both like for analysts and for our customers. And uh, mm. some of the modules that are used by the customers are also direct uh, the same that are being used by the analysts. And then we have a lot of uh, UIs for interacting with the with the content modules of Argus that we are using, but. Um, well, ever since since we started with Argus, we've always wanted to automate as much as possible. And uh, uh, the uh, very large portion of the content in Argus are things that are actually created on the outside and then pushed into Argus using APIs or content that is being taken out of Argus and used in some external uh, external processing and then either put back into Argus or ship to the customer or whatever. So, so the automation perspective has always been really strong with Argus because uh, it allows the the uh, more than hundred security experts in MSS to to use the platform for their purposes and to mm. add content and to add functionality on top of the uh, of the existing platform uh, and not not like being limited to what, what the platform can exactly, actually do. Exactly. Exactly. So if you were going to say something about the uh, the future, the uh, if you you're, if you have this crystal ball here, well, yeah. what's what's inside the crystal ball for Argus? Well, uh, we spent a lot of time the uh, the last few years, and and we'll be spending more time the next years on on opening Argus up. So um, making all the APIs that we can, basically all of them, make them open and well documented and available for our customers. Of course, in a safe way, based on permissions, based on on access control, but but uh, allowing us to give basically whatever we can of the functionality uh, that we have in Argus out to our customers. So that's always been important to us to have like the the, the transparency that we can manage, 
and uh, and it also allows us to automate a lot of the interaction with customers that are today that today is much more manual uh, which goes a little bit into the direction you have you have products today like um, SOAR systems like security orchestration systems these are things that we've been we we haven't called it that, but that's things that it we've been doing. Kind of, it's, it's kind of, kind of what we've been doing in in Argus for years because we see that the by automating both the response to the customer but also collecting data from the customer, we can first of all ensure quality. Make sure if I mean if the customer has to remember to pass information to us and we have to remember to put it into our systems from the message we got from the customer, we are going to fail. We are going to to miss sometimes. So by automating it, we can ensure the quality and also, of course, reduce a lot of manual work, which is important both for our customers and for us. Mm. Uh, yeah, and uh, when it comes to accuracy, uh, I read somewhere that's like a 98.3% accuracy rate of the alarms that we give to our customers. And that pretty much means that your your platform is very, very accurate then at uh well, uh, to, to, it first of all, means that we have a lot of good people doing the analysis that that can uh, kind of separate the the real alarms from the not so real alarms. So, so that's uh, I'll I'll give that uh, I'll give that credit to to the SOC. Mm-hmm. But of course, the uh, hopefully the the platform allows us to integrate uh, more functionality to um, improve the automated analysis parts of Argus to improve the contents of Argus, to automate like as much as we can. And that's a lot of the things that we are going to work on in the, in the years to come, is to automate and to open up the pipelines, open up the APIs, to make it possible to uh, for third parties to uh, use the content, for third parties to deliver content to Argus, and to automate a lot of the responses, both internally in Mnemonic and, and externally. We, we have a lot of, I mean, Argus is really not the only project that we are developing in Mnemonic. There's a lot of internal projects on, on um, tools and, uh, and uh, um, platforms that improve and are used to improve the, the analysis that we do for our customers. And by opening up Argus, we make it easier for other people in Mnemonic to also give their contributions to, 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 the, to the analysis process by adding content and, and uh, fetching content from Argus. Right. Mm. So is there anything else that we have not, I have not asked you that you think is worth sharing with us here today? Uh, Let uh, me rephrase that. Do you have any closing remarks? <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, I, I don't know. I, I can talk about Argus for hours and hours, but uh, um, I mean, most of our customers um, kind of have an interface with with a very small part of Argus. They, they see the... the the case system and maybe the events that come out of there, and uh, and um, we've we've been working quite a lot on on uh, on improving the the user experience for that. But uh, the, maybe the the biggest change which is going on in Argus is is really on the back end on the on the platform and the APIs. And uh, we are really interested in in uh, customers that are um, that want to automate more of what they are doing and what how we work together on integrating uh, their processes with us. Um, and to use Argus for the for for uh, for what it's worth, uh, to to actually um, improve their own security. So you're actually you're actually open for hearing uh, hearing advice from our customers. Yeah, I mean, we, uh, it's it's always a pleasure to work with mature customers that that are able to use our APIs and and uh, and uh, give feedback on them. Mm-hmm. And uh, hopefully, we'll be able to. Um, I can't promise that we'll. That will do as everybody asks, but uh, at least we'll, we're really interested in, in uh, customers that have have uh, needs 
mm-hmm. and uh, and uh, have looked at our APIs and maybe come up with, uh, okay, you know, this looks nice, but I'm missing something, then uh, it could be that it's easy for us to fix. Yeah. Well, if uh, anybody listening to this podcast has any advice for uh, Mr. Brandis, he can, uh, you guys can just send an email to podcast at mnemonic.no, and I'll make sure it gets uh, routed to him. Uh, but Mr. Brandis, thank you very much for your time. Thank you for having me here. Well, that's all for today, folks. Thank you for tuning in to the Mnemonic Security Podcast. If you have any ideas or concepts that you would like us to discuss, please feel free to send a mail to podcast at mnemonic.no. 